0: Hey guys, just wanted to share a message from our sponsor, Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Anchor gives you everything you need in one place for free, which you can use right from your phone or computer. The creation tool allows you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds great. They'll distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. You can easily make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's anchor.fm.
1: So you are on set. You've arrived. You've got your makeup. You've got your hair done. You've got your costume. You're about to go shoot your scene. We're going to talk about that very important moment today.
2: Acting Class Weekly with legendary character actor Sean Whelan. Lessons, tips, and insight into the craft and business of acting from a man who's been directed by the likes of Spielberg, Eastwood, Tim Burton, Ang Lee, Michael Bay, Wes Craven, Tom Hanks, and many more of Hollywood's A-List. He is 30 years an actor, and your professor, Sean Whelan.
1: So we're not talking jacket today. We're talking scruff. Ooh, Well, because, because I felt, you know, kind of serious about this topic. You know, some information, some, like, do's and don'ts. But I thought... I, neither of you commented on the kind of crazy scruff because it's not even clean. It's, like, pretty messy scruff. It's not, you know, no edge or anything. And so I was a little surprised that there was no, like... You think that that is crazy scruff? I mean, you know, usually you have the nice... You know, shaved well, on the neck. Like th- it goes down my neck. For people on listening, I have scruff on my face and then like kinda down my neck. So usually it's like at least trimmed a little bit. You know it, what I mean? It looks no, nicer.
0: It's not Doesn't it's seem that crazy. Not yet? at all, but what I will say is okay. maybe it's because and I can't tell them why yes. but I saw it coming.
1: That's exactly why. So uh and I'll Uh, There's a little tease for you guys that we'll get into the Sean's week. I'll explain why, but there is a a professional reason why I don't look clean cut for our YouTube viewers today. Just letting you know that. That it's not that I'm dismissing you. That, I, you know, I'm sorry. I feel they deserve at least a neck shave.
0: I will say that I am super appreciative and grateful that you think it's more important to introduce your scruff than me. Um,
1: Oh, no, you're there. But we always talk about my clothes first.
0: Before you even give me a name,
1: I always we open with jacket. Oh we've opened with jacket all the time. Can you name me? Can I name you what? What do you mean? Like I I I, I usually open with the jacket, and then we go into the intros of the people. Okay. Listen to some episodes. I know. You'll see. You'll see.
0: Well, maybe we should change that. You think we should? Well, I just wanted because what happened was I was about to call the Jeff in the booth because I wanted to ask him about your scruff. Okay. But he hadn't been introduced yet, so I couldn't introduce him. But we've, then I just We've did.
1: usually talked, and then I introduce. You'll see. It goes okay. that
0: way. All right, let's see how it goes. Up.
1: We'll see. I feel like we have to wait. I feel like we need to throw down a solid, shiny quarter on this bet.
0: I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm just saying what I think is...
1: Is incorrect about what <laughs> we've been doing.
0: <laughs> well, just... Just... Okay, fine. I'll finally say it. Jeff, do, do you think his scruff is crazy?
2: <laughs> um I think that it's no shave November. So I was wondering if that maybe had to do with mm. it. Oh. Okay. But does it look but like But don't you understand room? what I'm
1: saying about the the neck, Jeff? You do, right? Well, you know, you hit the neck, and then at least you clean it up down here, right?
2: Yeah, I think so. I think. Yeah. I think if you want to make a beard look intentional, you have to do some kind of work with it.
1: That's correct, and this is just a free for all.
0: But yeah. why isn't it on your cheeks more then?
1: Because I'm got. I went through puberty at like 48. <laughs> I'm the, the so I'm lucky that I have any. Uh, it looks fa- really
0: good. That's the thing. It doesn't. Look like crazy wrong. It just looks normal.
1: Yeah. Well, it's not. I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't grow. Listen, I like him seriously. In my twenties and thirties, and probably early forties, I it was almost impossible for me to grow a beard.
0: Whatever, we have a whole show to do. Yeah, we do. I don't really
2: get it on my cheeks. Oh, wait, never mind. we have got a show to do. So. Yeah, <laughs> we got a show to do.
1: So uh, speaking about my scruff, of course, as always, is Miss Phenomenal, Roxy Stryer.
0: That is me. I am she. Here I am talking all scruff things.
1: Yes, and Mr. Fontabulous, Jeff Graham, our fabulous producer.
2: I am here, and I'm very excited for today's show.
0: Yeah, because we got you get there. There's so
1: many people who have commented on our first one. By the way, as you guys know, and I've made it very clear, I'm humble. But Roxy is my podcast mentor, along with Jeff, and the, and she gave me a very good note last time I did. Basically, arriving on set part one, there was confusion. I meant literally just, like, getting there, but I wasn't very clear, and I just want to make sure that I, when I ended that episode, I should have said... This is just the first of a few episodes, and I didn't make that very clear. So if
0: you're listening to part one, knowing that that is up until... Up
1: until you're getting called to actual set. You're arriving, you're getting ready, you're getting settled... You're, you know what you know in terms of contracts and terms of the hair and makeup and things like that, getting ready to go to set that's what the episode which is called arriving on set is but I should have called it arriving on set part one
0: and now we've got,
1: arriving on set part two
2: and what i'll say related quickly so yes, if you sir. haven't listened to arriving on set part one i would encourage you to go back and listen to that now yeah it aired on october 16th yeah and i then... wonder if
1: we can change the name at this point i don't know if you can we
2: certainly can
1: that I'll would be great sure we, we do, do in
0: fact sir have the capability yes
1: fantastic
0: <laughs> it's a big ask though isn't yeah, it James it's James a, a big oh, ask uh, yeah it's
1: a
2: big big ask um but yeah so just you can check
1: yeah, out both of us. check episodes. it out. And yeah. this is part two, and we are going to get to actually shooting the scene. But, again, as I start to do these things, I just keep remembering there's so many things that you have to think about. Things that, that I...
0: you wish you knew the first time you were going to a set.
1: Exactly. And I had a, a woman who I worked with as a student who booked a little student thing, and she went there, and she's like, that arriving on set helped me so much. It really helped her know how to walk in. Good. Like she enjoyed the place or belong there as opposed to owning the place, which was the debate last time.
2: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So,
1: yes. So we're going to talk about what you should do when you get there. We're going to talk about some terms you need to know, people you need to meet. We're going to continue that idea of, you know, trying to write down and remember as many people's names as possible. And we're going to get you right up to the point where they actually say action. That's where we're going to take you. And I'm going to tell you about my very first day on any professional set.
0: Whoa, I don't even yeah. know what it is.
1: You'll find out. So uh, that's 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 what we call in the biz, a tease. Mm. But before we get into that, we're going to, as always, get into Sean's Week, which is pre-Thanksgiving, pre- uh, Christmas, Hanukkah, post-Halloween version, whatever that means to you. All right? One, two, three. Sean's,
0: Sean's Week.
1: I don't know what holiday we were. Yeah, well, we were. I mean, I don't think you gave us holiday. very clear direction. It wasn't. It wasn't for interpretation. It was an interpretive Sean's week, and yeah. that was your interpretation. Well, my
0: interpretation. I, was, but you were kind of stuck in Halloween. It sounded no, like a ghost lady. No, mine didn't. I did. <laughs> I, I thought deck the halls. <sighs> okay. Da, okay. Da, da, so you were. Da, da,
1: uh, you were doing a follow. La la la. Okay. Okay. Okay, I don't know, and I Mr. Pontabulous, your interpretation?
2: I think I, I just made a big choice, guys. <laughs> you just
1: swung for it. Yep. I like it. All right, so uh, this week, um, the reason, the scruff, I got a very important call from a pretty Academy Award-winning director to do a self-tape. It was kind of interesting. They said, take your time, and I thought, ooh, I want to do it sooner than later. Not just, take
0: your time with the take. Take t- your time t- with yes, the Yes, I'm tape. sorry,
1: thank you. Just take your time with the self-tape, meaning don't turn it into your ready. They would like it. This was last week they would like it maybe last week but i had another self tape where i had to look very clean cut so i shaved myself and i said the next day i just woke up in the middle of the night and said oh i don't want to be this clean cut for this self tape so i emailed my agent and i said you know what i'd rather have some scruff it feels more right for the part i had to do some research the part in the movie cuz it's it's a remake um the part in the movie seemed like a guy would be scruffy so i said can i wait can I wait to get some scruff? Can I grow it? And they said yes. And so I shot it on Sunday. Who said yes? Uh, my agent, and who asked casting.
0: So you're, you get you request to your agent, and then your agent calls casting and, and says,
1: Hey, he'd like to have scruff. Would you rather have it sooner or with the scruff, or does it matter? And they said, No, let him do what he wants 100%. So if he wants to wait to get the scruff, let's do that. So even that, I didn't grow as much as I want. We had to do a little penciling in of it um that's not today but a f- couple days ago i did so uh i felt much better about that I turned it in and then they said oh they forgot to send another scene that i had to tape on monday so i shot it myself tape on sunday
0: do you think that's what happened what do you mean that they forgot to send a scene or do you think they like what you did they wanted to see more
1: Good question. I don't know. But they I mean, it came in immediately. Okay. It was kind of like, don't I mean, I did kind of feel that they maybe forgot. Um, and then they sent in this other scene. And I did that Monday again with my daughter. Super harsh. Did harsh you get Amy. why Amy
0: when you saw the next scene? Were you like, oh, I see that they're looking for something different than those previous? No, scenes. no, no. It
1: was actually in addition to the arc of this character.
0: Right, but did you feel like it gave you an opportunity to show a different side yes, of the absolutely. character? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So yeah, you yeah. The show why had, they picked that scene.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, uh, so I've kept it on for a couple days just in case I get a couple notes. So I'm probably going to keep it for the week, and then I'll email my, my manager or agent and, and say, Hey, am I good? Because I want to get some new headshots next week where I'm clean shaven. and gone. And, uh, Yvonne, of course. Oh, yeah. And uh, different episode.
0: Check it out. Our headshot episode. Yes,
1: our headshot episode. And so I'm keeping it on this week just in case I hear something. So that's why I'm scruffy, ladies and gentlemen. Well, and Sean, I have a quick related question. Yes, sir. Shouldn't you keep
2: the scruff and at least get a couple headshots with the scruff and then shave there?
1: I have those. You have them already. Okay. Well, yeah, that's a good point. That is a good point. I could do, because really it's more about that those were a few years old, so I've aged a little bit, hair's thinned a little bit. So, yeah, that's a, that's not a bad point. Uh, Jeff, it's not a bad point. It's just that lately my look has been clean shaven, but I may as well do that and do a couple. But thank you for that tip. I think that's really good. And then my other exciting news for the week: crust is moving forward. We are moving forward with crust. It's gonna be still the thirty minute short. We're very exciting. We made an artistic choice based on my Jason Intelay, who you guys in the. Um, creating your own content, uh, producing it version with Jason and Flavor. There, they're going to be producing it. Su- suggested black and white. What a great idea! I was a little shocked before it at first. Then I did some visual tests of my crust puppet. And it's a
0: great idea because it's great for what you love and for this specific movie, not just in general for right. anybody to do a black and white. Right,
1: thing. it just works really well. So that was really exciting. So I was Jeff. On- isn't that cool? Yeah.
2: Yeah, I love that. Yeah. And I think it is in you know, there's a lot of shorts. So yeah. I think it's a way to stand out.
1: Yeah, I think it's really cool. And then um we're talking about locations day, lock down another couple of parts. I'm gonna see are you available on Sunday afternoon or evening at all? No? Yes, no? Which week? This Sunday.
0: Um, I don't know. Let's talk off air. We'll
1: talk off air, but <laughs> I was gonna throw that at you and just say if you are it's great. If I have not, to I'm my gonna calendar. I'm gonna work with the guy less the guy who's playing less. Oh, cool. um, and he had an amazing thing it was really funny because letting you guys know uh, we asked Roxy to play with a Boston accent and uh, the first thing he said he goes yeah I feel like he's cocky and should have like a New York or a Boston accent and I go
0: oh my god that's it, so I've, funny I've been playing with it a little bit because I've been going back and forth between the yeah. two a little bit also yeah um, so,
1: so we'll play with it that's what I think we're going to play with um,
0: Sean was really uh, it was interesting when you had talked about it you were like I want a bunch of different kinds of accents in this thing yeah like where I in
1: the biggest, but now since it's smaller, I think I'm going to have just a couple poke, you know what I mean? And mainly yours, you know? Um, so really doing that, talking to uh, Tulare to County guys. If you're in L.A. and you want to shoot something, Tulare County doesn't let you, make you pay for any locations or permits or anything. They just want insurance for their place. It's in the San Joaquin Valley the film commission there is fantastic, so that's where we're going to be shooting. And uh, Please, so This I, is a
0: great tip. Say it one more time, Sean.
1: In Tulare County, guys, it's just two starting about an hour and a half to two hours north of Los Angeles. It's the San Joaquin Valley. The Tulare County Film Commission will not charge you for permits or location fees or anything like that. The N- only thing you vi- need is insurance.
0: Is that anywhere else? I have never heard of I that. I
1: don't know, but I heard this through a friend, Doug, who was also on our show. He gave me that tip. Um, I talked to the commissioner today who uh, is replacing a guy that I worked with before, but she said, all you need is insurance. I talked to my producer and said, oh, shoot, is that going to mess this up? She goes, no, I figured that was going to be in there. So all we need is insurance, but she's going to find us a laundromat because it takes place in a laundromat that will charge us nothing.
0: Wow. Isn't
1: that, isn't that neat? Yeah. So the, the location fee will only be the uh insurance how about that yeah really really cool so just steaming forward i'm gonna make a couple cuts and casting and i'm starting to work with the actors a little bit so uh since i was working with this guy i thought oh, well, maybe it'd be fun to have roxy there if you're not it's fine it was what for are cuts and
0: casting mean
1: uh cuts in i'm gonna just trim the pages down a couple oh cuts not cuts in casting mm-hmm. cuts and casting got it, got i don't it. think i was clear so, uh, that, yeah, no, 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 you're not getting cut. Don't worry about it. Um, but this, um, uh, so that's the exciting stuff for my week. And then I actually met a student today who is, uh, who, we were not a match, necessarily, but he said he did listen to the podcast, and I said, Hey, do me a favor. Did you like it? He said, Yes. And I said, Rate, Comment, and Subscribe. Oh yeah. And so, Roxy will tell you why that's important to
0: yeah, us. Yeah, it's really important to us for many different reasons. Number one, we always want to know what you guys are thinking, because that is how we structure these episodes. We pick what we're talking about based on what your comments are, and we also do tons of episodes where we just take a conglomerate of your questions and ask those questions on air. So So that's pretty great as well also rating and subscribing why does that help because it helps with our algorithms the math stuff that sean and i understand oh so well and that means that more people are going to come to our page so we're going to have a bigger community of people which we really appreciate and care a lot about so don't forget to rate comment subscribe Tell us how much you like us. Give us that five stars, that thumbs up. And every week, also on air, we read a comment or two from some of you guys. So it's a great opportunity to have your voice shared on air. Nice. This week, I have Jeff reading a comment that we had. On one of the YouTube videos in the last couple of weeks. Jeff, if you want to take that away. I
2: would love to. It's from a loyal listener, Garth McMurray, whom we like very much. Thank you for commenting, Garth. He says, Sean mentioned he likes actor biographies. If you guys remember, I think he was right in the middle. Yeah. Of, was it uh, Brian Cranston's? Uh, no. Anna uh, Kendrick? No, no Alec Baldwin's. Baldwin's. Yeah. Now
1: I'm finishing up John Lithgow right now.
2: Love that. Um, for one great actor biography, I recommend the one by Brian Blessed, who's Prince Vulton and the ant Hawkman in Flash Gordon.
1: Oh, cool.
2: Um, especially the audiobook, which is read by him because of his boisterous voice. Fantastic. So, I love
0: comments like that as well yeah. because that's what I'm talking about, building this community yes. where you guys are now talking to each other and sharing tips, tricks. Rates, things like what Sean just said about if you're trying to film and you can't afford an expensive location, whatever it is, you guys sharing that. So I really appreciate you sharing that biography. Thank you very much.
2: We do have some folks in the chat. I want to say hi to Kathleen Smith and Glenn Caesar. Just so you know, Sean, Glenn Caesar says that personally speaking, he doesn't mind the scruff.
1: Oh, th- thank you very much. It was Glenn, right? Is that Glenn, right? that's Glenn, right. Glenn thank Glenn, you. Glenn, you. you
0: know what I'm talking about. Glenn officially became my favorite human being this week. Uh, and he did something truly unbelievably generous for me. And Glenn, I'm looking at you, kid. You rock. Yeah. Hell yeah. Thank you for watching to Kathleen and Glenn right now and all the people out there listening afterwards and whatnot. Absolutely. And,
1: uh, and you complimented my scruff. I don't know if it weighs the same, but I feel like
0: I would say that mine's a, a, a just a, a scad, a little bit a more, scad. but like still, still, scruff's a good compliment. Is a scotch
1: or a scat, or can I use both?
0: A scotch, I know. A scat, I don't. Scad. Well, then I definitely don't,
1: uh, Mr. Fantabulous. Scad? scad, like a little bit.
2: I use the word scotch um never heard scad
1: i don't know if i literally just made can it up can you
0: use it in a sentence Is uh it...
1: yes it was your compliment was a scad better than mine
0: mm, it it's sounds the same right as when you say it
1: it's same as scotch. i get i actually it. It don't right. know if it's a real word so we'll see uh we got to dive in though because we're on our set we're made in our makeup we're in our costume we're ready to get filmed so we've what?
0: penciled in our beards. We've
1: penciled in our beards. We've uh, gotten a thumbs up on the scruff. We are about to get taken to set. How does that happen?
0: So wait, Sean, just to clarify, because okay. for people who don't know, right. the difference between set and set, because you're like you're already on location,
1: on location, and in, in the place that you're going to be shooting your film. And usually, there's some kind of holding area, holding area slash base camp.
0: Because some people might refer to that as set. Like, okay, I'm driving to set right now, if you call right, your friends right, right. or family. So that's the general place. But what you're talking about is, is going the to the actual, actual, actual shooting Actual
1: shooting set. location, mm-hmm. right. There's usually a holding location and then a shooting location. And it may be, when I shot a movie called Axe Murderers, Villisca literally, like, in a room where they were holding us. You know, they had an upstairs room for the actors to sit in, had a little bit of snacks. and Well
0: Currently, right now, you and I are on... Set. Yes, we are on set. a set
1: too, this right? Is our set. And and our other area, our holding areas, outside of this room, right? Right. So you, the, what will happen is a, the person that has been coordinating your makeup, your hair, all that will come to you and say, "Okay, we are now heading to the shooting location." They will come and get you. So know that. Don't just wander off aimlessly to the shooting location. Uh, wait for someone to bring you there officially. It'll sound like this. Can we bring Sean to set, please? Yes, there you go.
0: So it will, unless it doesn't. Unless it doesn't. If it's a If it's a
1: small budget movie, they say, hey, Sean, we're ready for you. And they may take me out of the room and walk me downstairs to where the shooting area
0: and is. And what happens, Sean, if you're sitting there and you're like, I feel like somebody's supposed to be coming to get me. Should
1: I? Uh, you. If you feel that anxious and you want to, you might, because they said, oh, they said. They said ten minutes, right? You know, and, it's and now 40, it's been yeah, yeah, forty an hour. You go, uh, say just say, hey, you, you know, again, how you do it's very important. You say, hey, how, um, what's going on? Here? And they they will say something to the effect of, we had to switch a shot, maybe something. We had a problem with the electricity, something. You're still on hold. Don't worry, we'll come and get you. They usually will reassure you.
0: I like the phrasing. Just checking in.
1: Just checking in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey,
0: just checking in. Just checking
1: in. Very calm. Doesn't give them a lot of pressure. They will understand if they told you a certain time and it's not there. Okay. That at that point for the first time. This is assuming you haven't been there before because I did say in another show if you can say hi, but this is assuming you did not get to see anybody. You've just been going through your hair and makeup in the holding area. You will usually meet the director. They're busy. They can't come down and say hello to you, and you know, meet the director. Meaning, meet him on set. You've probably already met him before.
0: So, what do you mean? You'll meet him like you'll
1: say hello. How are you? Shake his hand. How's it going? But you somebody ready for will the say, day?
0: "Mr. Spielberg, this is yes. Sean." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you'll say or, hello. Or
1: no, usually, again, they've they've seen you before. Usually for auditions and stuff, they say, "Hey, Sean's here." Oh, hey, Sean. I loved your tape. I'm glad you're here. Or it's great to see you since that audition where I met you. Whatever. Um, then you'll meet. Which you probably never have met before, the first AD, and that's an assistant director, and they run the set, and they run the production department, and they run the PAs, and those production assistants. Those are the people that have been working with you down on the, were in your holding area and makeup and hair and stuff. So they are in charge of scheduling, making sure everything runs on time. They're the ones who put out the call sheet. So you will say hello to them. And so then, you're
0: saying hello to the AD and to the PAs.
1: And the, the, a, you've already said hello to... and Right, you'll have more PAs to say hello to, okay. not just the set PA, which is the person who wrangles you. It's called wrangling uh, through makeup and hair. Um, and then you'll probably meet the cameraman, which we call the director of photography, to say hello.
0: Also, you might hear it as the DP.
1: DP, of course. Right, yep, called the DP. So you'll meet them. If you can... If you can and you meet them and you have a minute, do get your. I always break out my phone, write down their names, make sure I know. You probably already know the director, but the AD and some PAs. If you can, write their names down ASAP to remember or just really make an effort to try to remember. Then what will happen is... They will uh, go, you'll stand or get ready to shoot the scene and they want to rehearse the scene. And what they're doing that for is for camera and lighting and sound. If there's a guy holding a boom mic, he needs to know where he's going to hold it, where it's out of frame. A boom mic is a thing that records the sound. Um, they may want to know where to put the cameras, how to light things. So two things, one little tip. Please know your lines at this point. They get a, If you have your paper with you and you look down a couple times, that's not a big deal. But if you're moving really fast, especially on an independent, know your lines at this point. Don't sit there and start memorizing your lines at this point be a professional what have I said a million times make everyone's job easier not harder you make it harder if you're not preparing you don't know your lines
0: of course unless they just made a revision and they have just handed you a new side
1: exactly and that is a possibility and they would completely understand that um, but that's a good, really good point. Um, so two things will either happen. Either they will say, hey guys, just work it out and we'll work around you, meaning you and I have a scene. We're having an argument in the kitchen where we're getting ready for a dinner party. So they would say, okay, you and Roxy, just do what feels natural and maybe we, get, you'll go into the fridge and grab some stuff or I'll grab some plates and we're having our argument and we go to go with our instincts, and then the camera and the lights will work around us, sometimes that's the case. Other times, it's too specific where the camera is, and they're limited, and they need to kind of block you, tell you when to move certain places. When when I do soap operas, it's very specific. They just say, this is on this line, you cross here. This line, you cross there. And in general, I would say soap operas, three-camera television shows like uh, Third Rock from the Sun or uh, Big Bang Theory. Very scientific comedies that I just named.
0: We could have just done a crossover. Third Rock from the Big Bang Theory. There you
1: go. Uh, Or Third Rock from the Sun started but... That's too long. Yours is better.
0: Big Bang Rock from the Sun?
1: Yeah. Something like Big Bang that caused the Third Rock from the Sun. Hmm. It's all too long. Yours was best. Um... And they will usually block you pretty specifically. Um, Sometimes when they're in a groove and the cameras are really good and they've had the show going for a while, they'll let you kind of walk around and figure stuff out with them. So you'll either do it with the other actor and it'll be natural. And when
0: you say do it, you mean the scene. You
1: mean the scene, sorry, yes. You'll either walk through the scene with the actor and they'll follow you, They'll do some sort of hybrid of that where you can do some of that, but the director will need you in certain places at certain times. Or they will be very specific and tell you where to go and when.
0: Now, Sean, do you think that you should be gently marking this or full-blown going through it? So, for example, if it is a scene in which, I don't know, you find out you're pregnant, you're not happy about it, you break down to the floor in tears. Right. Do you think that you should... Do all of that, break down, full-blown, acting, performing, blocking it out to give them an idea of exactly what you're going to look like? Or is this more of a... You're going
1: to give anywhere from like 60 to 70%. You don't want to blow out your emotions and your energy because you have no idea how long it might take for you to be there. But in terms of the doing of where you will be and how you will do it, like you might say, yeah, and at this point I'll probably fall to the floor crying, you know. And cover your hands. So then they know that. So but you, you might don't just have say to that. Mess, right. You could say that. Or they would tell you that. I want you to collapse on the couch and bury your face in the pillow. You know what I mean? Um, but that's a really good point. No, you don't want to blow out all that energy that early. You want to save your energy. Um, so those will, will happen. So that's how you will rehearse the scene. During that, they will um, mark you they will put pieces of tape on the floor to mark where you're supposed to be you will get your own color usually again if it's low budget and they don't have that they might throw down just, you know, anything they have in the room, like crinkle a rug a little bit or throw down uh, a little piece of paper or something like that. They may not have all the professional tape, but most of the times they'll have a little piece of the tape so you know exactly where you're going to be. That's your quote-unquote mark. That's where you're supposed to land at this particular time within the scene. And they may break the scene up in a few different ways. We're going to do the first part. We're going to do a page and a half here. Then we'll reset and do the second part of the scene. Then we'll do the third part. Uh, and we'll talk about the coverage and all that stuff. So then when you're done and you've rehearsed it and you've been marked, then what they need to do is light the area where you are going to be doing your scene. That means the cameras have to, there's a palette of the way the movie looks. Let's say it's all in like a kind of a dark moody shadowy thing then they and it needs to match the rest of the movie so then they have to light that so usually on a bigger budget thing you will step away and rest um for a little while while they light lighting usually can be anywhere from 15 minutes to an hour hour and a half it might take that long.
0: And you're stepping away so that your stand-in can be there?
1: So this was what I was going to talk about. So you step away, yes, and then a stand-in can be there who's usually around your height, so can stand there and complexion so they can light what it will look like. They make sure you rest. If it's low budget and it's quick, they might just have you stand there. Um, I've done that a ton of, you know. And sometimes they'll grab a production person but I'll tell you what: if it's a low-budget thing, and you feel comfortable, and you feel rested, and you feel ready, if they grab like, you know, a small young woman who's about half my size, and go, "Well, you just," think, it's not really helping them. And if I'm feeling good, I'll say, "You know what? Don't worry about. It. I'll just do it. I'll just do it." Because you want to help. You want to make it. Independence is a is a really communal spirit. You really want to dive in and help as much as you can. So if you're feeling really good, then do that. Step in and stand in for yourself. If not, they're going to have stand-ins for you and you're going to rest. Um, So that is what happens. Then you step away. So your positions will be marked. And then, oh, also when you're being blocked, they will discuss what is called your eye line. So your eye line, let's say, uh, Mr. Fontabilis, you see that that my eye line is right into the camera. For people who uh, are listening, I'm looking right into the camera, and then now I'm looking far to the right. I got a different kind of eye line because maybe someone's standing over there. You know, I'm moving my face because if I'm doing my scene with Roxy and a camera is over her shoulder, it may not look really natural where she truly should be. So she might have to cheat right, left, or they might say, put up a fist. Let's say Roxy has to go get ready for another scene as a big costume chain. They might put a fist up or a hand or a piece of tape on something. They're going to they're gonna train you or uh, make sure you know where to look. That's called your eyeline. That's another thing that will happen during the rehearsal. Then you are – and you're also going to discuss what kind of shots in what order – So mostly, the first kind of shot that they have to establish, and we're going to use this show as an example, okay? Uh, If you're on YouTube, you'll know what I'm talking about, but if you don't know, Roxy and I kind of sit at a a pretty big desk. Um, And then there's shots of me alone, Roxy alone, and then sometimes two of us, right? So if we were shooting this, the first thing that covers all of us, gives us the whole location, is called a master shot. It would be pretty far away. It would show Roxy and I at the desk, most of the set. That's a master shot. It's really for geography. It lets you know where we are and sets the tone of the scene.
0: And if you're on a set similar to where Sean and I are right now, just because we know we have all different kinds of people host actors whatever a wide that might be referred a to a wide as shot your wide. right as a yeah. wide
1: shot right so it's a master shot or a wide shot then there's a thing called a two shot right and that would be not including the room as much but just closer on roxy and i within the frame of the camera that's a two shot that holds both of us meaning two people in the frame.
0: So again, if you watch any of our AfterBuzz TV shows, the easy way to think of this is that big one out there would be the wide or the master and then if I had a person sitting next to me right here, that right. camera shot over there would be our two. Just right. for the two of us. This side yeah. of this table, that right. side.
1: Right. And now that there's just two of us here, then it would be kind of like right in front. Yeah. You know? um, which we don't have, actually. Yeah. In this studio, if you're watching on YouTube. So, and then... Then if you want to get closer in, and let's say we really want to focus on Roxy, but we really want the feeling that I'm with her, it's called a dirty single or an over-the-shoulder. What does that mean? Because it's not just a clean shot of her, so it's called a dirty or an over-the-shoulder, meaning you'll see Roxy from the point of view of over my shoulder. It ties me into the scene, okay?
0: A lot of the time, people will just say this as a style of shooting. Like, we're shooting this very dirty. We yes. want this to look dirty. Right, and that's what they're talking about. It's not You'll actual see, filth, right? You're, you're seeing the back of Sean's uh blazer while right. you're looking at me, or right. it's shot a little off in that way.
1: And think of a clean shot as just you, so that if you dirty means there's little um feelings grit to, uh, grit to it, either people or either objects. Maybe if we're doing a dirty shot and there's not another person, it might be from. Between a barred window. I saw a movie today that was through a barred window, a scene. Cool. So that's dirty. Um, Then you'd have a single, Just Roxy, Just Me. If you watch our show on YouTube, we both have a single Mm -hmm. on this show. It's Just Us. So that's another one. Then a close-up would be a much closer shot of Roxy or me, probably from shoulder up, closer to our face. Or even as tight as just our face, that's a close-up. Um, and so You might
0: see in close-up, uh, too, though, if you're reading, like an ECU. Right, extreme
1: know? close-up. An extreme close-up would be almost, you know, Roxy's face with hardly any chin and hardly any hair. So you know? y-
0: the reason to be aware of that as an actor is sometimes, especially if you're coming from stage, which some of you guys are, right. I am, Sean, you as yeah. well, when you're in an extreme close-up, if you're, you don't
1: have to do as much, y- yeah. If you're doing
0: a lot, you look cray cray. So yeah, that's yeah, yeah. why it's important also to know your shots, not to have the same take no matter what shot you are in. So
1: they will tell you, "Hey guys, we're going to start with the master, and then we're going to move into the singles, the two shots, and the singles." Or they might say, "You know what? We have this side of the room lit up a hundred percent." This is the side that Roxy is standing on. So we're going to start with Roxy's coverage, dirty, single, ECU. And then we're going to do a master so we can cover both. And then they'll flip the sides and do Sean, dirty, single, ECU.
0: Especially if you're somewhere that does not have a lot of time or money. That is for sure what they will do.
1: Yeah, Light. And Do lot of one de- setup
0: lighting, then the other yeah. setup.
1: Right. So uh, um, those. So you need to know what shot you're doing, because um, let's say it's Roxy's scene. Well, that means that I'm not on camera, so they're not going to spend time with me on makeup and hair. They're going to spend time with her, make sure she looks really good. But here's uh, something that I learned from a person who worked with Sally Field, who is a great actress. He was just so blown away that even though she was off-camera, she gave him so much to work off of. Acting is relaxed and reacting off of each other. So you want to give as much to your fellow actor as you can. Now, if it's something extreme, like you're screaming at the top of your lungs that would thrash your voice or something like that, maybe you do that less, but really, guys... You want to think of these scenes as real scenes that you would do in your acting class or if it was on stage. It's acting and reacting. So you really want to give your actor, even though you're off screen, the experience because they're filming the experience of a discussion between two, three, four people. Don't just check out. You know, sometimes if you have to, like if you had to step off screen because you have to do a really complicated and then they have just someone and read the lines, it's really unfortunate. And most productions try definitely not to do that. They want you to get the best. And I'm going to get more from Roxy if I say, you know, yell at her face, you know, you hate my scruff. Why do you judge me so much on my scruff? As opposed to, you know, some reader going, you hate my scruff, UID you, you know, she's going to get more of a reaction if I'm there. So even though you're off screen, know that you really want to be there for your fellow actor. Also, real quick, Sean. Yes, Just sir? for
2: our new listeners. I know I didn't understand this until I was on a set the first time. Okay. That means that if you want to act in TV and film, you might be doing the same scene 20, 20. You know, I, I think I didn't realize that on stage, you know, you do it once and that's your night's performance. But if you're a TV or film actor, you might only be doing three pages that day, but you might be doing it like 25 times.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So you really want to know what shot and you really want to be ready and give As much as you can, and the director might pull you inside and say, hey, I want something specific from Roxy. Do this now so i come back they'd
0: say that to sean they
1: say that to me to get a specific reaction out of roxy i say you judge me i can't believe and then i spit on you and then you you know you get yeah. like a really shocked reaction or something you know something to excite it. so that's what you need to know then they're gonna break you you might meet some crew again you may be more crew people if you do please try to remember their names as much as you can as much as you can uh, guys you're on a set. You're shooting a scene. I understand. Just try if you can. I'm not trying to make that a priority over doing really good work.
0: There's a tip that somebody gave me the other day where if you are meeting three people in the same few seconds, which mm-hmm. a lot of times will happen on set, mm-hmm. like, um, yeah, Joe, this is the sound, Larry guy, yeah. Curly, whatever, right? Okay you make one of them your left hand, one of them your center one of them your right hand. oh what a great idea so I put Amanda in my right hand mm-hmm. and so then I remember like okay Amanda that's Amanda. amanda right yeah, yeah Amanda right Amanda right so then that's how you do it like that's you, you a really pu- you good place idea each of them yeah uh, I haven't tried it yet, but they swear by it so just no it sounds tips like a really good idea
1: So while you've stepped away here's my tips. Well, here's what's actually going to happen. If they don't have a boom microphone, they most a lot, a lot of productions at this point have a thing called a lavalier, and that is attached to your body somewhere on you, so they can pick up sound very closely.
0: So you'll probably never hear it referred to that way. It'll probably just be a lav. A lav right,
1: right. It's called a lav, and they'll wire you, and they'll put it through your clothes and they'll put it under your shirt or under a tie if you're a guy or they might put it in your collar if you're female there's pl- tons of different places they'll put it honestly it.
0: if you're somebody who's gotten married and professional uh, videographer came they might have done it to, they you, there. Done it to like, you there this yeah. is being used more and more frequently more everywhere.
1: and more frequently so um, that will happen that's what, what's going to happen you'll meet the sound guys so you'll be miked You'll be miked, and that's attached to your lav uh,
0: just a quick tip for the women out there Men, too, if you are, um, if this is something you care about, a lot of times now, especially on set, um, I will say to them, like, okay, just let me know when you are about to touch me because they sometimes have to go up your front, back, behind, just let them know. Like, make yeah, sure you feel comfortable with them. Just yeah. let me know. As they're doing it, you can talk to them. It doesn't have to be an awkward experience. Yeah,
1: 90% they're very careful um, about that. Yeah. For
0: sure. And they feel more afraid than you do most of the time yeah. now. So just say, it's okay if you have to drop it down. Let me know what you need. If you need yeah, to, you to you lift it up it my shirt, side drop it or, down. Right. Yeah, just being very vocal with the people who are loving you. Yes. To make sure that you guys are on the same team uh, and same page and both comfortable.
1: Right. Also, really.
0: um,
2: quick tip related, also love etiquette. Um, you'll be mic'd probably all day if you have a lav on you. So yeah. don't go back to
0: holding and say, Man, I hate the sound, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Probably not a good idea. Probably don't say that about any of the people yeah, either because exactly. they might be friends with the other people. Right. Yep. Right. So uh, just assume that everyone can hear everything you say at all times. And and same thing with the bathroom, guys. Yep. Oh, yeah. You, you want to let them know. Yeah, let yeah. them
1: know <laughs> you're going to the bathroom. Uh, so during this time, if you want to, then you might have some time 15, 20 to an hour. You If. The other actor is open for it and wants it. You could ask them to run lines. That's something very common. Um,
0: During what time, Sean?
1: The time that they have said, we've rehearsed, we've marked, we've miked you, and now we need that. 20 minutes to an hour and a half to light the set you step away this is what is the smartest thing. they're probably not going to send you all the way to base camp unless it's very close or away from the shooting location usually you kind of stay nearby again unless like i shot in a house and i could walk upstairs you know what i mean it wasn't that far away um but you can run those lines and you can talk about preparing Okay, so if you have an emotional scene, you go to the director. This is what I did for people on the stairs. I said, when you're close, 10 minutes out, just let please tell the AD to tell a PA to come get me so I could prepare emotionally. I had a death scene and people on the stairs. And I really wanted to. Sorry about that. This is for now for 20 eight years i'm yeah. sorry uh but wow <laughs> was it the
0: year i was born
1: <laughs> i 91 yeah well, there you go Big year. so uh so you know just tell them that uh, uh, tell the crew and stuff so they know what's going on i've had people definitely come up to me when i didn't inform them come up and go what's wrong as i'm curled up in a ball sobbing you know what's happening what's wrong is g- most sets when you explain and they understand what you're doing and that you're committed to what you're doing you know you wouldn't you wouldn't go up to a camera guy and start poking at the lens right so you just want to inform them the same thing it's just a weirder thing it's just a weirder thing so know that so don't get incensed or really mad if they do that just quietly go to a PA or somebody and say hey I'm going to prepare for a few minutes Just let them know, you can tap me on the shoulder when you're ready, and I'll be ready. Again, if they have any any kind of worth as an actor's director or an acting project, they will respect that you want to prepare. So just make sure you let everybody know to do that and know when and how it makes it really convenient for everybody.
0: What happens when you don't have that time, Sean?
1: If you don't have that time, what I always do is just say, as they're running around and saying, It's called. So what happens is you get called a set. Right. And then they say last looks. Right. Um, But let's say I had to be physical or Ving Rhames, you know what they would say, get my hair, then get my makeup. And then I would say, just give me a quick second. And we would do jumping jacks, you know, to to get pumped up because we were coming from a, a hallway where we've been running. So we have to look like we've been running. You just ask for those moments, like we talked about in audition. Can you give me a minute? Great. Or, if they're doing your makeup and hair, try to do it then as much as you can. And just tell your makeup and hair people, say, hey, while you're doing this, I'm going to prepare, so don't be freaked out. Just Listen, just like anything in life, communication, communication, communication.
0: Sean, have you ever been to a set where there was no rehearsal at all? and your first take is shot, and it's your only take?
1: Uh, When I did soaps, you'd just go in for 10 minutes, and they'd physically block you, and then you'd walk in and go. Yeah. Yeah, because soaps move really, really fast. So, again, I had to do most of my stuff in the dressing room. I would keep communication with the PA. Hey, are we close? Are we close? Well, I'm supposed to be really hyper and nervous. So when they were close, as I was walking to set, I would start doing like a walking preparation almost because then you walk on and you're done. So, yeah, it can happen. So it, you really have to gauge and learn and try, listen – You do not want to go to a set and go, this is the way I do it. So everything stops for me. Mm -hmm. Again, my philosophy, make everyone's job easier. That doesn't. You have to learn different ways. That's why I talk about triggering and things like that in preparation. We might do a show in preparation. I
0: I have a friend who shot something with a a filmmaker who was shooting guerrilla style this past week. mm -hmm. And they were shooting... um, in downtown L.A., and right. they were running around, and it was hot and sweaty, and and he was like, okay, I uh, wasn't giving the actors rehearsal, and afterwards she was really upset with herself because she didn't think she did a great job of their performance, and she said to me, I really wish I had asked for us to be able to rehearse anything or an extra take sometimes. Right. So I would encourage you guys, um, if you are shooting something that is more – Super independent, run and gun. Run and, gun. Yeah. Um, and it's a newer director who might not know how actors operate as right. to They might say no because you might not have the time, but to ask either for a rehearsal or uh, a second take. or and,
1: and guess when that is easier to get what you want? When you've networked properly and shown really that kind. you're easy yep. to work with. If you're a jerk, then they're not. So, again, it's this positive energy that we have to put out to make everything thing easier and then when you ask they'll be much more likely than if they go screw her she's been a jerk the whole time Right. so make sure again be pleasant and easy to work with then what they're going to do is they're going to say last looks like I said they touch up your makeup just to make sure it's okay they make sure your hair because maybe maybe you sat down and nodded off and you laid your head down so they have to adjust your hair a little bit and uh, yeah so they check your hair and makeup Make sure everything's okay. And then the wardrobe person comes in, checks your costume, make sure that's okay. Sometimes it gets wrinkly. Sometimes they got to tuck it in or, you know, tighten your shirt up a little bit. And then you'll step on the set, and then they will say action. And we will get into that next time. So this brings you all the way up to that point. We're going to do a part three about this when it's time to actually acting for film one last thing
0: for last looks yes be your own last look this happens again if you're working somewhere low budget or indie they might not notice that in the last shot you didn't have your hair elastic on and now you do because you ran to the bathroom really quick and pulled your hair back and then put it on your wrist or that you changed the uh, finger that your ring was on because they're doing a million things so right D- this is not a good time to test them.
1: Yeah, do, do your it for own yourself. last look. Make yeah, sure, that, make sure everything's consistent. Make yeah. sure everything looks. I've definitely done that on Independence, where I say, "Hey guys, remember I had that scrape on my cheek that during this time." And they said, "Oh, oh shoot, you're right. It you happens
0: know? on even not just independ- as big as Game of Thrones. There was yeah. plenty of things that the audience members caught that yeah. uh, that There's the coffee people- cup on the set." Yeah or, yeah, or wearing a necklace when you weren't supposed to be wearing a necklace anymore right. or whatever it was. So right. uh, be your own last look.
1: Yes. So we'll take you uh, – that's everything to get you right up to when you're shooting. Um, and when I was shooting my first commercial, it was in Michigan. I was flown up there. It's for a Caboodles makeup kit. It was like a little uh, tackle box or whatever. And I just remember you know, sitting in this house because they didn't have trailers – And we were getting all ready and I was there with some really great people and we're having a really good time. And they said, "Okay, Sean, we're ready for you. They did the last looks. And I remember standing in a doorway and they said, "Okay, let's light him and shoot because they were kind of moving fast. They were going to do it all at once. And all I needed to do was stand there. They didn't have a budget. It was a commercial that was standing for me. But I remember the lights going up and the the uh, sound guy coming in putting the microphone in and then all of a sudden seeing the camera lens rise up right in front of me and i will never forget going oh my god i'm really doing this like i'm doing this and i just (laughs) got shivers and like this is so great and it was a comedy thing wow and it was just amazing to go oh my god i i I flew from Maryland, I took acting classes, I waited tables, I did all that, and here we go. And it was just such an amazing moment for me. Uh, I It was great. I, I just, I will never, I can close my eyes and see it like it was yesterday. That's amazing. And it's like the beginning of this whole long journey. And uh, it, was, it was just a really neat and exciting day.
0: Everyone who's sitting in your seat has a first time.
1: Yep. Yeah, I'll do exactly. So uh, that will get you right there. We're going to obviously continue this. Uh, this these kind of episodes about how arriving on the set. Where can we find you?
0: Everywhere at I? Roxy Stryer
1: Mr. Fantabulous.
0: Everywhere
2: at Jeffrey C. Graham.
1: And I'm at that guy SMW on Instagram and Twitter. And you can join my uh, Facebook group, Sean Whalen Peeps. As always, thank you for letting me be part of your journey.